And we are on the air. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you with the Edwin Lee Raymer Show here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We've got a great guest for you tonight, and you know her before. She's running for Tennessee House. Let me get her headphones here. There you go. Mariah Phillips has agreed to come up and sit in with us. She's close in her race, and we want to help her as best we can. We want all of you to tune in with us. Bill, are you there? You got Bill's mic on yet? Uh, hey, Bill. You're there. I'm How here. are you? I'm great. Uh, what's going on this week? Anything going on right now? Any condolences we need to send out that you know of? No, but I'll probably think of some. Oh, probably will. Mariah, how are you? Where have you been today? I'm good. I do want to send out a condolence. Uh, Miss Keener um, from um, Rutherford County Schools, she's a teacher. She passed away this week. And actually, I just heard um, that the uh, director of the health department here in the county also passed away this weekend. Yes, um, that's true. Yeah, so we have uh, have quite a few um, important people in our community um, that have passed away recently um, of COVID. And... uh, yeah. Um, it's really, you know, it's devastating. So I just want to kind of send my well, prayers I know out you for know, them. Uh, you know David Settles. Oh, of course, and yeah. I went to his, was, his son's funeral. Yeah, so. I, that was a tough one for me because I wanted to go, and I didn't know whether I should go yeah. because, and I talked to the wife about it, and we, we talked about this on the air last week. He was good enough to come up and share with us and be with us. Because David, I mean, I mean, they're just good people. He yeah. is, well, they're just fine yeah. people. and. Uh, I mean, that young man, if you knew him, knew Darius, he was healthy as a, I mean, he was healthy as 30 old. years old, I believe. 30 years 30 old. 30 years old. Uh, young boy, married with a young boy, uh, a child, yeah. and I mean, he's not even in the prime of life yet. I mean, no. I just, uh, you know, but uh, he was good enough to come up and share with us. So, folks, it is real. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. Mariah's got some thoughts on that, too. And uh, I'll tell you what, Dalton, if you want to, let's go ahead and get this show on the road and get us on there so we can give uh, Mariah uh, the best yield of this time that we can for her benefit. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC and my name is Evan Lee Raymer this is the Ed Raymer show from right here in WGNS studios right here produced these studios 1450 AM 100.5 101.9 FM right here in the heart of the great volunteer state Murfreesboro Tennessee you can reach Mariah tonight you can reach me and Bill you can reach Dalton Dalton Barrett's on the board as always thank you sir at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And like I said, you can, as I always say, you can send a text to that number and Dalton will be glad to read it over the air if you do not wish to be heard on the air. We understand some of you may not. My co-host, you all know, 
is Mr. Murfreesboro himself, Bill Wilson. Uh, hey, everybody. The traffic has finally died down when Bill comes up. It used to be such a crowd outside because they knew he would be here, and uh, it was just—it was just a real pain. But People, it has died. You owe now. me money. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but uh, and you can listen to us via the internet, okay? And you can hear our shows. We're all on podcast. All of our repeats. Mariah's been with us three or four times now over the years, and uh, she's quite a gal, and she is. She is uh, avid about serving. She wants to serve so bad in some capacity. But you can hear all of our shows at WGNSRadio.com. And you can check us out live at Facebook at the Edwin Lee Ramos Show on WGNS. You can also watch us on Facebook Live. As my wife always does on Bill's page, Mr. Mur- Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page. Watch us there as well. You can download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you like. Let's talk to Angela Bingham tonight. As she left, she had a great broadcast earlier with Marcus, a fine young man. And uh, you can listen to Stephen Reynolds. I think you know that man. I believe him right very well. And uh, he's doing a great job on the podcast. And I have not listened to his latest. Did you, did you download a new one uh, Friday? Okay. Dalton Dow, he, uh, he records generally on Sunday, and then uh, Dalton keeps us in suspense for six days until he loads it up on Friday. So he's the only one, and I think he just wants to run around town being the only guy that knows that. Yeah. If we were going to have a nuclear attack, I guess he'll let us know when he feels it's time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. It's not working. Battery. Sorry. Battery's dead on Somebody it. took the batteries <laughs> Never out. Never mind. Okay. And How about those Tennessee Titans? Did anybody watch the game? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, they Believe it, that's won. the one time every 10 years they that won. Kentucky beats Tennessee. Come on, in football. Oh, we're talking about, yeah, the Kentucky Oh, you're talking about the, oh, you're talking about the, talking about the Tennessee Titans. Titans. But they Tennessee, were down for the count, and then Tennessee, they came back. Yeah, the Vols yeah. lost big. MTSU lost. Uh-huh. Titans win. This is not a typical year for sports. I think this I mean, year's going to go down with the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA champs, and now we're going to well, start the season again. Is that how that works? Other sports teams in, uh, can take heat. Take heat. They can go by the NBA. None of those players came down with the COVID mm-hmm. in the bubble at Disney World. In the bubble, yeah. None of them. Right. Right. They were For they three were months. In, they, they were, were down Disney there. World, weren't they? Yeah, and they yeah. were quarantined, and it was really interesting to watch but this year's going to go down with an asterisk with everything uh the COVID yeah, you told me that on the phone yeah. yeah this afternoon we were talking and uh we were going to be sure that mariah could be here and i'm sure where you been how you doing oh man i've been everywhere i uh, mean you've been you're crossing you <laughs> she's made a worker the final t- oh i know you've made so, the final turn and you're headed in the home stretch yeah now. so we early voting started this week and uh, rutherford county had um historic turnout in uh, early voting so we know that um, the first couple of days have been really busy. If anybody has right. been down at the polls, as it's I have, yeah. you've seen all the lines oh, yeah. that have been down there. They've been moving quickly, so we have not had um, too many delays that, that I've seen, but um, but people have been lined up out there. So. You know, Alan Farley runs that thing and has helped put it together. Uh, needless to say, I, I'm going to say this, it was in a bit of a mess when he got there, hmm. um, but he has done a remarkable job. and. Voting is very easy in Rutherford County. It really yeah. is, and I'm yeah. I'm happy to see that they're following yeah. safety protocols yeah. and they're masked sure, and they are. doing all the right things. Now I hear, and the reason I call is because your campaign, you uh, you're closing the gap on this young man. I'm and, doing what I can. Right. Uh, 
where do you stand and where have you been? Just talk to us. Tell the people here where you've been and what's going on. Make yeah, seven so, home. You've been yeah. here many times. Make seven home. Absolutely. So, um, as you know, if you don't know, the uh, district that I'm running in, District 37 for State House, is the northwest part of Rutherford County. So, where we're standing right here is not in the district, but if you go across the street, you're, you're in the in district. The district. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, I think up Manny Avenue, I see a lot of your signs. Yes. I, I got. I can tell we're all these people by seeing your signs. Yeah, that's how I tell. Yeah, you know, and you see a lot of my signs. We have about six hundred signs out in uh, in the district, and we have several more we still need oh, to place. Oh no, me but... and Bill have been picking them up, trying to clean the community oh, up. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. That's where they've been going. Uh, <laughs> um, but we no, we've had uh, we've been um, so the, the district spans to Laverne, Smyrna, and uh, part of Murfreesboro, to Walter Laverne? Hill as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you go down Jefferson Pike at yeah. all? Yeah. So, is so that we're, right? Yeah. So we are uh, we are the north northwest part of the county. So all the way over to Laverne. In fact, I was in Laverne yesterday. They had their old timers festival, which cool. is uh, something. Laverne has done a really good job of maintaining a lot of the festivals that they always do. They've had they the old timers day for a long time. Yes, now. they have. They and have. Uh, so they were they were determined. The mayor Jason Cole that was determined to make sure that that they were able to have that event and have it safely. Yeah. And they did a good job of uh, of keeping keeping things safe yeah. and having hand sanitizer and um, the the you know the tables were were spread apart and people, and masks. people were wearing masks for the most part um, and that was really um, I felt you know confident that um, right. we were going to be safe and and uh, but they did a real good job of making sure that the community continued to stay engaged but right. also um, uh, right. safe. So yesterday was Old Timers Festival, so we were out there while my team, we, we were in the parade, you know, sure. um, giving out the candy and doing the whole deal uh, in the parade, and um, uh, we had the festival itself, and while we were at the festival talking to um, the people there, I had a team of volunteers out knocking doors in the neighborhood, right. sure. um, because, you know, we've got to get Old-fashioned way. Absolutely. You know, I, nothing beats nothing beats person to person. I, I contact. Contact. Absolutely. Nothing yeah. beats it. But I will tell yeah. you, it's been hard in this year, um, because, yeah. I, you know, my hashtag is, have you met Mariah? Because I am determined to make sure that everybody who everybody. votes to me it votes right. for me knows who they're voting for sure. you know and uh, so that's been really important to me because of the work i did in 2018 it really set me up for 2020 oh no but i yeah. will say right. there's no shaking hands and kissing babies in 2020 no, <laughs> so, no, no it's no. it's really and you know that's really a shame because a lot of people that are in politics you're people people anyway yeah bill would be great at this yeah <laughs> seriously i mean because you like shit, and, and, and I like it too. But I mean, you know, I've said it before, and I'm going to say something to you, uh, Mariah. You know, I've said this before. You know, I think it's time we did something about this country. I think it's time. You know, well, you know what? If you really want to do something, what do you say you put your name on a ballot mm. instead of griping all the time? Yeah. And I'm the most guilty one of it. At all. This lady here's done it twice now. Yeah, it's my second time. Mm-hmm. Second time. Brandon Thomas has done it twice now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Several Matt, Matt Ferry is Matt this Ferry is the second time running. And several others. I shouldn't mm-hmm. start naming names, but I would for Marat. And uh, it's just, it, 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 it's great. It well, really is. Let me ask you. Okay. Oh, you got, you got we've, got to, no, okay. we've got to go. Let's go to our first break. Okay. Hang on to your question. All right. And Mariah Phillips is with us. Phillips. <laughs> Phillips. God. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Is with us. Uh, we have a caller on the line. Caller, hold on, please. We're going to take our first series of breaks, and we'll be back with you right after this. This is Edwin Lee Ramos Show. Stay with us. 
You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad, sushi starters. But the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs, and we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full of fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's. 877-GRUMPY'S or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. 
Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And that's a little Jimi Hendrix for you. Okay. We're back. Uh, you got I a question just, real want, quick. Call or hold, hold the line, please. We'll be right with you. Bill, go ahead. Well, I, I want to talk to you about the COVID thing. I just saw last week where the president mm. from the White House to all the governors, including our Governor Lee here, to, to, they should mandate uh, mask. Yeah, we and should. That was October the 11th. Uh, yeah, that was October I a think leadership ago. starts at the top. It's not from the bottom up. It's You've got to... You gotta be if you're gonna be a leader, lead by example. Yeah. So one of the things that really concerns me about that is the fact that the CDC has identified Tennessee as hot spot. We are the fifth fastest growing state with COVID cases, and um, so because of that identification, they've asked us to put the mask mandate in place. The government, the federal government, has asked us to do the that. White House. The White House has done that, Believe and or not. Um, um, and the fact that you know Governor Bill Lee, who is you know um, un- with with a positive COVID diagnosis right now, he's out deer hunting instead of actually putting a mask mandate in place. Now I'm grateful for for him and for his wife that they are healthy and that they're not um, sure. seriously ill. Sure. However recognizing that even he has been able has been exposed to this virus he should take it seriously for the men, for the the thousands of people in our state that have passed away sure. or have suffered tremendously as a result of this illness it's the stuff that's after the after effects of the covid yeah. People trying to get insurance. I mean, it's, it's that's, really bad. I'm afraid going to be listed as a pre-existing yeah. condition. Yeah. This is the thing that is bothering me. i got to tell you, uh, keep me up at night with this little gal that wants to be on the Supreme Court. This is really, you know, that's all Mitch McConnell has promised for the last decade is we're going to do away with that Affordable Care Act, or they call it yeah. Obamacare. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's what Trump campaign on was going to do away with it, and we're going to replace it with what? Yeah. We got a caller on the line, yeah. Dalton. If you would, please, caller, you're on. We're sorry to keep you waiting so long. Go ahead, please. Oh, that's okay. We're right. I just wanted to ask you how the campaign was going. Oh, hello, Jeff. How are you? Pretty good. How you doing, Edwin? Oh, I can't. Good? I can't complain. Mariah Phillips is here. You got some questions for? Her, or I would you rather just? I, I, was, I was going to ask you how the campaign was going. I know you said it sounded like the polls were getting closer. So that's, that's <laughs> yes, sir. Good, that's good news. And I just wanted to say you were talking about the mask mandate. If I was governor late, I'd go up to Trump. Well, stop having me super spreader events. Yeah. Rallies, no mask, no social distancing. I'll be telling you. Don't yeah, you leader, leadership come, definitely don't starts come, at the don't top. You, don't you come down here and tell me how to run my state today right now. <laughs> That's how he's doing it. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. He should be leading by example. When we talk about the top, it should start at the top at the White House, and uh, before even they can if it is a very unpopular, and and I know none of us like wearing masks. Nobody does. Nobody does. But uh, my wife and I, we keep them in the cars. Yeah. And yeah. our kids keep them with with them wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anything else, Jeff? Yeah, I, I just I just wanted to say um to you know I, I know uh, like like you say. Uh, He's having all these, uh, Trump's having all these super spreader events, but I don't know. I was going to say, too, it looks like the turnout is going to be real heavy this time. I've been noticing lines all over the country. I got a friend of mine that lives in Alabama, and I asked her about early voting. She said down there that they don't do early voting. Mm. Just, they, they don't do early voting in Alabama. They don't do, in Alabama, they don't, she said they don't have early voting. 
Mm-hmm. They just vote on the, the on the day, I on guess. On the day, on election day, or whatever. Like, <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, state. that's. But uh, and, and everything. But I did want to tell you. Roll Tide Roll. One quick thing you were talking about. The Tennessee football game Saturday. You know, Terry Wilson, the quarterback, and say he's a senior this year. This is his last year playing. Well, he they say he beat Tennessee for the first time in Knoxville since 1984. Since wow. 1984. Wow. That's the right. last time they won in Knoxville before Saturday. Well, Terry Wilson. Once a Wilson. Right, once a Wilson. Well, guys, appreciate it. Have a good week, and I'll talk to you soon. See you. Jeff, thank, thank you so you much. So much. Thanks, thank Jeff. you for your continued support of this yeah. broadcast. Thank you. Um, I. Uh, so he, he asked how the campaign was going. If right, I can, yeah, yeah, if I just talk about that for a minute. Um, things have been going really well. Um, as I was saying a moment ago, we did, we've been to Laverne recently, we, Smyrna. Um, we have. Um, uh, door knocking events um, every Saturday um, for for volunteers to come out. We have very strict CDC guidelines that we follow: gloves, you know, masks, that sort of thing. Um, and you know, we do what we can to keep our volunteers safe. It's most it's mostly like the there's a core team of volunteers that we want to do the actual contact with the voters just just for safety perspective. But right. um, but we've been talking to um, hundreds of of people every single day and um you know we've actually talked to every <laughs> every voter in the district that we think is uh, um possibly persuadable to to our side we've talked to them a couple of times or at least reached out to them several times and uh so we have a pretty good team of uh, volunteers interns and staff that are working their working their tails off to you doing uh, mail outs yes we are we had our third mailer go in and and one reason that i know we're doing well is because um, actually the other side, the Republican Party, has um, had their first attack ad on us. So um, <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> it's a good sign. It's a that's good sign. That's an excellent sign. So, Would you like to respond to it right here? You're well, more than welcome to. Well, absolutely. Um, so it's it's kind of a this eerie picture of me and um, AOC, right? And we're we're oh, shouting yeah. at the she's at the evil camera. too. You know, she's, oh. oh, she's of the devil. You know that. <laughs> Well, they Two hot they, uh, they said that they were <laughs> stop it. They said uh-huh. that they were um, that we are you know banding together to like defund the police, and that's just ridiculous. My brother's a police officer, and the fact that um, yeah, you know I think that there's there there definitely are things that we need to do to bring some reforms to the police department, um, and right. you know I believe that some changes can be made. I believe in police training. Yeah, I, you know I want to keep time. them protected, um, but I also want to keep the community safe, and I think community policing there's there's things that can be done that police departments have done across this country that would benefit police officers in the state of Tennessee and the citizens of Tennessee. Right. And that's what I want to do. So the the fact that they're like, you know, putting me into this like conspiracy. They're, they're like, turning they're, and twisting. Yeah. Yeah. I well, like, I, I've, I've seen some ads this last week are just outright lies. Yeah. Okay. They were and, just outright. They're, they're just lies. And I won't get into it. I don't, I don't pleasure them with that. Uh, we have another call for you, Mariah. Caller, you're on the air live. Go ahead, please. Thanks. It's just really hard for me to get excited about voting this year. And mm. Mariah, I just wondered if you could 
could tell me why you think it, it matters and what you think an election like yours can do for folks like me who are just trying to get along every day. Absolutely. Well, I think it's actually really important that in this election cycle, you know who you're voting for. And um, a lot of times people just look at the presidential election and that's right. kind of where they stop. Yep, and so um, so elections like mine, races like mine are really going to impact you know, how we are going to take care of our children um, and our teachers in the public school system. Um, if you think the public schools are, you know, funded well enough, then, you know, keep the legislature you have. But um, if you think that there's be- there, we can offer more for our kids, that our teachers deserve more, especially in a time of COVID, um, it's really important that you um, that you vote right. for people who are going to support public education. And, you know, going down, you know, I, I'm a public, I'm a U.S. government teacher by training. And sure. so, um, so, you know, one of the things that I always tell my students, and I, you know, I'd like to tell you as well, just think about the fact that everything around you is a decision made by an elected official. That's exactly right. Even the speed limit on the road, right? right? Whether right. there's a stop sign in your community. And so it's really important that you vote, not just for the president, and I understand there are a lot of people that did not get their first choice at the top of the ticket. I know, but disillusioned, I understand but, that. But you know what, races you know. like mine that could win or lose by one vote. By one vote. Um, it's really important that you know who you're voting for. And um, if you wanna find out more about me, you can actually, um, you can give me a call on my cell phone, 615-987-7620. Don't call me now because I'm on the air, but um, <laughs> you can give me a call later. Um, you can go to my website and find out a lot about me, Mariah4TN.com, and um, I'm happy to um, schedule a meeting with you and, and um, have a conversation about anything that's important to you because really this year, I mean every year, but this year especially, you know, how we respond to COVID is going to be a really important question for mm-hmm. for an entire economy. for an entire generation. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So and my hu- my husband's a musician, yeah, and right. um, so you know he's been mostly out of work over the last yeah. year. So what happens in the next couple of months is really going to be important for my family, and it probably is you know for yours as the caller here. Um, right. You know how we reopen safely, what we do to protect our neighbors, and you know how we treat each other with with compassion. I think is really what's on the what's on the ticket this year my brother's sister-in-law i talked with her yesterday yesterday now this is her real name her real name is broniger okay she is a she's a singer songwriter she does she she got a great voice she's got a great talent and i wanted to have her on i met her back when um my uh uh, my sister-in-law's son he'd graduated high school when kobe graduated we went they live in in lewisburg and went down there and got to meet her and um she and I looked up a few things. She's on uh, YouTube, and I said I want to have you on. And I called her yesterday. Said I wanted her and her, her husband Tony to know. Haven't forgot about you, but I know you haven't been working. You know, she said no, I haven't. So we, yeah. you know, it's, it's so I didn't want to bring anyone on. Like I mean, if your husband's not working that much, there's nothing to. There's just nothing to promote right yeah. now. I mean, there's really not. And. One night down on Broad Street, it's open. The other night, it's closed. Yeah. Who's really here hard. and who's not? What time are bars going to close? Yeah, or it's whatever, crazy. You know. Yeah. It's not like in the old days when me and Bill were there, and we closed them up for them. So yeah. Just leave us the keys. <laughs> Three days it. later. <laughs> is, is the caller still on? or is, So is there um, any specific question or issue that I can I can answer for you? Oh, she hung up. Oh, I darn. spoke to a doctor today. Uh, I'm not going to reveal his name, uh, but... It, who's been a doctor here probably 50 years ago i mean he's he's an older gentleman i said right. what what do you think when do you see this plan he said well number one when they get a vaccine hmm. 
and he had mentioned about wearing a mask. What can I do? And where he he said wear a mask, you know. All doctors. And he said it, it would be years right. before it any type of normalcy. Hmm. Any type of normalcy because we don't know we've never had this before and nobody lived in 1918 when the Spanish flu was here right. or, or remembers it uh, so and it's affected the whole world not only well, here I don't think Murfreesboro Rutherford County I don't think we have the economy I mean I want everything to keep going good but I, I just have a feeling it's there's some changes coming we have another call from Mariah okay. caller you're on the air live go ahead hey there Mariah uh, I'm, I'm concerned about uh, the fact that we seem to be leaving a lot of money on the table with the opportunity to uh, expand Medicaid mm. here in the state. And, and it just seems like that's just a, a, a really easy win for so many people. And can you talk to us about, about why you think that's not happening and maybe what could we be doing to, to get that moving forward yeah Yeah. colors or anything else um not yet (laughs) (laughs) that's an excellent question (laughs) (laughs) no that's an excellent question and thank Thank you so much much. we we appreciate it so um, so we know that um you know we are in the middle of a pandemic we've been talking about that all night tonight and uh, so now more than ever seems like the right time to expand Medicaid, which would make sure that um, you know more more Tennesseans, 300,000 Tennesseans would get covered if we expanded Medicaid. Small businesses would be able to continue to afford to offer um, health insurance to their employees. A lot of a lot of times they can't do that because um, it's so expensive. And um, you know we lose one we're, we've lost 1.4 billion dollars in federal funding by not expanding Medicaid, and now, that folks, would keep our hospitals open. Um, across the rural communities. And we've lost a dozen. Yeah. And and let me tell you something about this. Governor Haslam, yeah. Governor Haslam wanted to expand Medicaid and the legislature did not. The, a previous caller, our previous uh, lady had called, what can why does it make a difference? Right there you go. Yeah. Yeah. The very our very own governor wanted to expand Medicaid and the legislature nope. Not going to do it. Yeah. So the question it's, it's is in why? The billions. Yeah. The question. So they is, lost out the something billion dollars from the federal government. Yeah. Is that one point four. It's just sitting billion there. Billion dollars. Yeah. Okay. And we, so yeah. So why on. isn't it happening? Which is the question. And the reason that it's not not happening is because it's connected to Obamacare. Well, I mean that's that's, that's really again, it's it's ridiculous. But you've got state senators and and state representatives mm-hmm. that are sitting down there and they're not doing it when their own governor of their own party is yeah. saying, "Guys, I think this would be a good move." Well, that nope, was not yeah. going to do it. That was the last governor. Remember, our no, governor currently right. during an international pandemic is deer hunting. Right. So okay. <laughs> he is not. He has the opportunity. The buck to, stops here. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> okay, we'll but he, see. yeah, he has the yep. opportunity to expand Medicaid. All he has to do is literally sign his name to make it happen he can use it do use an emergency declaration well, to make one it thing happen. about it if he's sitting in the woods he's not bothering anybody we've got a caller right now on the line for mariah again caller you're on the air live go ahead please hi mariah um i would love hi. to hear a little bit about um uh, your plan for preventing the um school to prison pipeline 
Oh. Or, um, criminal reform. Oh, yes, absolutely. So um, this Caller, is, thank you very much. This is a we great question. It. Oh, my gosh. I hope we have enough time in the okay. in the episode to talk about it. This is we'll something try. I'm really passionate about. No, go ahead. Um, so I was a public school teacher at an alternative school. And so what I saw was um, the school to prison pipeline was being played out in my classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, the students were sent to me for um, things like drug offenses, weapons charges, um, and sometimes things as simple as defiance or talking back. Bill, you probably would have been in my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, That's right, Bill. But, no, but the, 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 <laughs> but the reality is um, students were sent to me um, because of behaviors that um, sometimes were, were subjective, sometimes they were objective. And so when they were sent to the alternative school, they, they fell immediately into this kind of this trap of um, bad behavior right. and not necessarily because they wanted to do that but because you know once they got back to their home schools they were right. continually treated like a student that was sent to the alternative school so there was wow. that, that judgment yeah. and we do that in the prison system as well you know when somebody's released from jail or if they have a felony right. it's harder for them to get a yeah. job Very it's hard. harder for, you know and so this cycle actually starts for many people much younger than 18. And and uh, so that's that school to prison pipeline is when it starts sometimes as young as kindergarten um, wow. with those students that get into the cycle of, um, you know, really prejudgment by the uh, the teachers. Well, and systems. once you get in, it's so hard to get mm-hmm. out of that uh, the system. role. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and all that. I mean, you, you, you're labeled. Yeah. Like so that. so one of the things that um, that actually I, when I saw that, I wanted to do something about it. So um, one of the things that I did was work on reducing recidivism at the alternative school. And um, recidivism is a term that refers to the amount of times that people re-enter. Come back. Revolving um, door. That's right. And so I wanted to close that revolving door. And um, I actually implemented a program um, that was based on um, some research that I had done on prison systems um, and applied some of those practices to the alternative schools to um, – to reduce that recidivism. And through that program, we actually reduced recidivism by 30%. That's good. And so the things that we did were provide mentor teachers for the students um, so that they had a, uh, a person to connect with mm-hmm. um, that they can come right. to when they had issues in the right. classroom. Because those because some of their teachers, especially the teachers that kicked them out, imagine if a teacher kicks you out for defiance or disobedience. You know, when you get back in their classroom, they're going to still think of you in that same way that they Defiant. did six yeah. months ago, right? right? And so they're not, it's really hard for us to get rid of that, um, that loop in our head. Right. And so so um, if a student is struggling with a teacher like that, they can go to their mentor teacher and really help, you know, they can help them work that out. It's a discipline. Isn't and so, yeah, right. so we, we were able exactly to reduce recidivism right. by 30% by offering um, mentorship programs for those students, um, as well as um, some mental health preparation um, and just some um, life skill preparation that they had um, in the same way that that successful reentry programs in the prisons actually do for their prison population. And so um, by applying, you know, unfortunately, the same kind of mentality exists in both systems. And so if you want to end the school to prison pipeline, You've got to change the um, perspective, not just of the student, but the community, the school community, the teachers, and that is accepting those students into their schools. Right. And um, so that's one of the things that's really important. And I want you to listen to this, folks. I'm going to say this because she wouldn't dare do it. This is a lady that's talking to you that her and her husband are the parents of five children. Mm-hmm. Now, I was raised in a home with two younger brothers. I was very fortunate because I was I was the smartest 
and the best looking. We're going and to a break now. I was the best behaved. <laughs> we are going to a break. Dalton, hold up just a minute. Give me a second. <laughs> they have five children. Mm-hmm. This is not a lady running around in her high heels and a designer gown. Okay? She's the lady you see at the grocery store in the afternoon, and she's running like crazy because she's got to get home. She's got five kids to feed, got a hungry husband sitting there probably, unless he's cooking supper for her like I used to with yeah, our kids. Yeah, he does. Because my wife came home, and she would generally work with, with kids with their, with, <laughs> you their, with their homework, and I'd, I'd fix I'd fix dinner then, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm still doing it now uh, because my wife's working from home. Yeah. It's the least I can do is have yeah. her a nice meal prepared. Um these are working people. Yeah. This is not somebody that was raised in a life of privilege. No. Okay? <laughs> like Bill. And <laughs> No, and I think I think that's, It's a fact. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not blowing any I'm not yeah. blowing any smoke. I'm telling you a fact, people. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because it is, you know, it's something that um you know, we have we've worked really hard in our family. My husband is, as I said before, he's a musician. Um, but as a darn know, really good a, one too. Thank yes, you, thank you. You need to play some is. Brett Eldridge and the you know. Yeah, he plays for music. Brett, and I, he he's on big shows like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and, well, yeah. not as many right now because of COVID. But well, a lot of people um, aren't. but you know, we we've been in in the system. We had we had children very young, and you know, I'm not afraid to to say that I was on um, the WIC program, which is a, a food, food a food, food stamps. Yeah, food support system for um, pregnant women and infants of and, which they want to um, do away with they as do well. they do that's all they think about is just doing away with programs to help people but when my husband and i were young i mean i i got married at 20 and had my first kid at 21 and my second kid at 22 and my third kid at 26 and it was <laughs> you know we what a boom, what a yeah, boom. it was it was you know we were young and dumb and in love and poor i wouldn't say that and all I, of I that, that um, but, I, you know, but you know it was it was hard and um you know even now you know, I've as a public school teacher, I had to work a second job to because to teachers make up don't make income. enough, which yeah. is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Well, what yeah. what else is what? As a teacher, mm-hmm. y'all are underpaid, and you're not only a teacher, no you're like another party. mom. You're a counselor. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you're more than just a teacher. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. state has done away with their collective bargaining. They they they, they yeah. haven't. You're in a, in a union, but you got no say so anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're uh, Dalton, if we can. Let's do two or three of our of our ads, please. I want to give Mariah a break here, let her get a glass of water, and let my blood pressure go down just a little bit. And um, you're listening to the Edmund Lee Raymer Show with my co-host, Mr. Murfreesboro Bill Wilson. Mariah Phillips is our guest right now. Di- uh, Dalton Barrett. I was going to say Diane Barrett. Dalton Barrett is on the board. We'll be back with you right after this. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located on Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro 
Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Show on News Radio WGNS, and we are back. And Bill, you have a question, I, I believe, from Carolyn Cox. It says, "Mariah, if elected to office, what's the first order of business for you, and how do you accomplish it? If Republicans are still the majority, how do you effectively reach across the aisle and get business accomplished?" That's a great question. question. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, Well, one thing I believe, you know, no matter who's in power, I believe that it is important for Democrats and Republicans and independents and everybody to work together to um, to find the best solutions. You know, there was a time when Democrats and Republicans, you know, all wanted the same things. They just had different ideas on how to get there. Exactly. And um, so, you know, there so that that you know, kind of that ability to compromise, that, that ability to problem solve yeah. is um, something that I think we really need to get back to. And um, so my, um, one of the things that I know for certain is right now, Democrats are in such a minority that um, they can't actually even get bills out of committee. And so what happens is a Democrat has an idea or even wants to make uh, an amendment on a bill that's being proposed. And the Republicans in charge, they're the only Democrat in the you know, on no, the panel, the, the bulldog, they're bulldogging, yeah. and and so so they're not even able to get a second on their amendment to even get their ideas heard. And so what we do need to do is we need to be able to actually open up the conversation so that I believe that you know that when a bill is passed, we should vote on right. the bill and right. vote it up or down. Exactly. And we need more Reagan, uh, Reagan and Tip O'Neill. Yeah, we need yeah we need more of those relationships. Um, you know, or even Biden and McCain, right? Like they were they very were big good friends. Yeah. And um, well, even McCain when he ran against uh, President Obama, I mean, he stopped that woman right there in the church. Absolutely. Said, Look, what you, no, he's a good man. He's just a man I have to have political differences with. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have a caller on the line from Mariah. Caller, you are on the air live. Go ahead, please. Hi, Mariah. It's Mamie. Hey, Mamie. Um, I was wondering about um, 
increasing teacher pay, why and how that will happen. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, babe. We appreciate you. Thank you for calling. Yeah, so, um, so one of the things that's really important is actually in um, – at the beginning of the year, pre-COVID, as it's been known as, pre-COVID, there actually was a teacher pay increase in, written into the budget. And um, the teachers, in the, you know, of course, across the state were thrilled that they were sure. actually getting the raises because Tennessee has fallen very far behind in teacher pay. Um, as a teacher with a master's degree, I was making right. less than... Um, you have <laughs> than a, a master's degree? Itself. I didn't know I did, you had a yeah, master's. Yeah, I got my, my master's, my bachelor's at MTSU and my master's at Lipscomb. And um, I was Man. an heiress fellow there. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, well, so, you're anything but a fellow, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, but I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, so so the, um, what happened then, as we moved forward with the budget, um, of course then COVID hit. And um, so the budget wasn't immediately passed, and they held on to that budget until their special session. Well, when they went back for a special session, they um, actually removed the teacher pay raise completely out of the budget and the money that was set aside for that. And pa- you didn't even talk about it. It wasn't even a part of their conversation. It was just gone. Just and then like they it passed, never happened. Like it never happened. And uh, it passed, and the budget passed, and they moved forward. Well, the teachers, of course, were... Also, experiencing COVID and dealing with um, the mental health and and physical health in many cases. I know many teachers that were concerned about how they were going to reenter school. And so what we did was we told our, we promised our teachers a raise. Then we took the raise away. Mm. And then, then when we reopened our schools, as we're doing now, we're expecting them to do more with uh with much less um distance learning has been very difficult for teachers i know many teachers who have quit the profession as a result of that people don't go into education because they expect a big salary right you know people go into love of it yeah people go into education i understand that that. but you need to be able to make an honest living you need to be able to make enough to you know feed your family and pay your mortgage and as far as this virtual learning there's a lot of counties that don't have internet yeah, there's a lot of how play- do you virtu- there's a lot of places in Rutherford County that don't have access. to Would you internet. believe? And my brother told me this. And by the way, Steve, it showed it. I called you earlier, and I, I apologize for that. I don't know how that happened. I don't know, but if he's listening, but he's a lieutenant with the Franklin Fire Department. Yeah, and there are places in Williamson County, one of the most wealthiest counties in in the state, and they don't have they don't have internet over there either. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I said you got to be kidding. He said, "Oh no." So how do the kids learn? How do kids learn? You don't, you know, if, if it's virtual, then how do they learn? Well, you know, I, I've seen pictures of Coloring kids books, sitting yeah. at a Taco Bell, you know, sitting outside Taco Bell, like using yeah. their or McDonald's using Fly the free Wi-Fi. That's exactly right. And, and your small towns, I had seen that, and I always wonder. I thought, you know, uh, well, it was two years ago on the campaign trail, and I was putting together, trying to put some together some things on you guys' behalf with some local radio stations. And I was all over you know, all over the district, okay? Yeah. And every afternoon, 2.30, 3.30, you'd see those little restaurants, Hardee's, McDonald's, mm-hmm. all those places jam-packed with kids. That's what they were doing. Doing I, their homework. Doing I their didn't homework. know our children have been grown. You know, you forget. Yeah. You know, our kids are out of school now, and thank goodness. And But you forget all this, and you, 
they're, they're doing their classes. And you yeah. know what, what's interesting is, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of kids you'll see with an iPhone, uh, you know, or something, you know, some kind of a smartphone. But a lot of those phones are not connected to the internet. Sure. They're, they're only accessible through Wi-Fi. I'll tell you something right. else. And so um, right. if they don't have Wi-Fi at home, then that phone doesn't work. Since COVID, <laughs> the yeah. big companies like Nissan, Bridgestone, mm-hmm. name others, uh, they're, seeing, they're sending their employees home. They can work from home. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that's going to affect them, the, the employees. So this is not education, but yeah. it's we're all fixing to get educated. If, yeah. if you work at Nissan or Bridgestone, I think the big companies are realizing they may not need as many people mm-hmm. or they don't need this big building where yeah. they could do the work from home. Well, that, you know, and that, that really goes back to, big you know, industries a, are going out. a, uh, um, just that waste gap disparity, um, because you have, you know, the people who have access to, to good Wi-Fi at home, you know, not just the internet, but high speed internet, high sure. speed internet, right. um, they're going to have better opportunities even through their jobs. Is that 5G? And, is that um, <laughs> it is on our phone. Um, but you know the you know when you have that um, fiber fiber cable um, fiber optic, at the uh, fiber optic, right. um, you're able to stream faster. You're able to do more, accomplish more. Right. You know, I don't know how many times. You know, even in my house, and we have we have good Wi-Fi in my house. My husband has, does have a studio and sometimes sure he has to stream. But we made sure of it. Yeah, yeah that we had good Wi-Fi. Well, it's vital to what he does. It's vital. It's yeah. Vital. And yeah. Um, but there are even points in our house. You know, I'm like telling all the You're kids, like, <laughs> turn the devices off. We got. I made an antenna put out here. <laughs> so you think about that, and you think about you know, in, in more rural communities where they don't even have access to the fiber that you know that That's we right. do in the city of Murfreesboro. It. They don't have. Um, and so they're relying on um, on you know really low you know cell service um, or internet service in their homes they're not going to be able to compete for the same kind of jobs they're not going to be able to do the same kind have the same kind of educational experience and um, you know when you live in a city you're relatively fortunate um, because it's a, it's available to your you. Your neighbors got it. Your na- <laughs> <laughs> um, or, but McDonald's has it. Starbucks has it. Uh, you know, sure. see that sure. password is. Right. But um, in those rural communities, you know, they don't necessarily have access in the same way. Oh, Bill, you're going to get us in trouble with FCC. Well, the, it's true though if you think about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I'm seeing it in uh, the real estate business. There's yeah. a lot of since COVID. I'm seeing a lot. You're doing of big, a lot of virtual. Well, tour. I mean that's virtual. been going on for a there's while. There's these companies that are like from California. There's a lot of people from California that are moving here. But anyway, they're able to work. You don't really need an office. Mm-hmm. You don't need, you know, it, it, that phone. Our phones right here are computers. You literally. You know, I never realized yeah. it when t- someone said the uh, the the vehicle the the first. Uh, uh, when, when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon with all the technology that was in that space capsule is now encapsulated right here in one of these phones. Yeah, I heard that. I said, that's that's incredible. And that's I, really incredible. I've heard and, that the 20s already in here and they just, it, it's already programmed in here and then two years you're not, from, And I, I just heard. can't imagine because you're a teacher, you're yeah. probably, you know, but I know your husband's a very lucky man because when he gets a new phone, the kids, all he's got to do is ask one of his kids how to do <laughs> And if y'all yeah. could give a class on that, I might, Bill and I might come out. I just wish I had Dalton's because knowledge. We're right, this guy right here. We're right, Dalton. I'm always texting, hey, man, do you? <laughs> I know, we do. He's I'll be honest, I am not the one to teach the class on the tech. So. Well, that's what I said the kids are, though. <laughs> the I mean, kids are, But yeah. you're smart enough to tell us where to go to get oh, it. Oh, you know, absolutely. Yeah, I can tell yeah. you where to get so, the resources. Do you have a TikTok account? 
I do not. And no, anybody from my campaign people. team that's listening is going to be mad that I, yeah. I have to say no. But um, I do yeah. not. Um, they want me to. But um, my son, my son does. Right. My you know, all all of my kids do. Honestly, but I do not. Sorry. TikTok right. is, TikTok, is where it's Snapchat. Stopped. Okay. Well, I just you know I kind of feel like I'm late into the game to get started right. with it now. My and, space. Uh, yeah, I do. I've never had a MySpace. <laughs> I never had MySpace. MySpace. That's what uh, I heard. Um, Jimmy Kimmel. He did a White House correspondence dinner once and said that'll tell you what uh, Rupert Murdoch, who owns Fox, knows. He just spent five hundred five hundred million dollars to buy MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy MySpace. Yikes. Yeah, there's Yard, no more MySpace. You know, what are you going to buy MySpace for? You know. It used to be Pen Pal. Oh me. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well. No, you write a letter, write thirty a letter. days later, you get it back. Hey, I know somebody in Montana. I just don't know who they are. I mean, imagination. <laughs> My husband and I dated over letter writing. So y'all did? Yeah, we did. Really? I mean, phones were available, but it was you know, we were. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, yeah, what for? We, I we wrote love letters, mostly me to him, but well, that's uh, cool. yeah, sometimes oh, you wrote them back. It's, it's instant gratification these days, isn't it? It is. It is. So how are things? Where do you did y'all have a debate? No, we yeah, haven't. I, um, so actually, uh, you know, and honestly, if there was one scheduled, um, it's very likely that my opponent wouldn't have shown up because he didn't show up in the one that was offered to him in 2018 against his opponent at that time. Right. Um, so I would love to have one. Um, there's two weeks left, so we better get it on the books quickly. I saw where yeah. Chris Hill and Dejerley had a debate. Well, um, was it in town? Was it like Dejerley did not show up to that either? He didn't. No, he never does. No, he never does. He never and does. Uh, so, so yeah, it, there was an opportunity. We had a, a Zoom forum with an organization um, that I know all the Democrats and all the Republicans were invited to. None of the Republicans showed up. Um, and um, That's another thing. If you want to be able to reach out to your elected officials, this lady here, believe me, folks, you can reach out to her. Okay? Mm, absolutely. I mean it. Yeah. Okay, I, she's. I've had her her, her number in my in my cell phone now for, for several years since we've known each other. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I you know I, I'm getting to the point. I've got to tell you this. Um, we we need these ladies in in, in elected positions because I'm like a guy said once said you know God has got to be a man because a woman wouldn't have messed things up like this. <laughs> Now, I know just people tell you a very idea he'd say that, but it's a fact, okay? I mean, it's, you know, it might, might give it a try, you know? It won't kill you. You want to know what you get? You want to get you want to get your bang for your buck? Why don't you invest in this lady? Hmm. Because it Thank doesn't you. seem to be working too well for a lot of our teachers here in Rutherford County. Yeah, yeah. And statewide, I might say. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it is, you know, at women in office um it has proven to be that we are more effective we work across the aisle more effectively Care more. we we have a lot of empathy um empathy. and nurturing. it's true and um so that so having that perspective does bring a different type of leader to the table and um so so i do think that that's important i will say though as a woman you know, I'm a woman, but I say woman or man, <laughs> um, your representative should be somebody who knows your story and knows who you are and knows what's important to you. And you should know who they are. And so when you go to the ballot box, you should know 
what button you're pushing and why you're pushing that button. I think we're way beyond the time where you just vote for the D or you just vote for the R. You need to know the name of that person that that you're actually voting for. Sample ballots are a good thing to get. Sample ballots are great for that. You sell houses every day. I mean, but every house you sell doesn't have a maid or a butler in it. I mean... Right. They may hire a cleaning service from time to time. (laughs) It's a closing gift. I mean, no, it's it's, (laughs) not mine. No, I mean, we've got got elected officials that think the average white guy lives on a golf course and makes about half a million dollars a year. That is just not true. Yeah. Well, my opponents, I don't think my opponents ever really had a real job. He went from, you know, high school to college and then from college to a professor and then from a professor to. A state legislature. So I don't know that he's ever ha- had an hourly wage job, you know, where he knows what it, to get uh, out the there and average. be told what to do. Yeah, right. pay, have, pay, pay, pay. yeah right. he's never had to, you know, he's he's an economics professor, so he's very smart, I'm sure. Um, but he's never had to actually, you know, run an accounting for a business the where I, I run a small business, yeah. you know, um, not a small business. I, I work for a large corporation, but my store, like I have to balance my profit and loss statement. I have to make sure yeah. that we pay our employees properly. Mariah, you got 45 seconds left. Give us your final pitch because right. I know this is the last time we'll probably see you until yeah. after the election. Absolutely. We have 15 out. days left. Uh, my name is Mariah Phillips. I am running for State House in District 37. I'm working hard for the hardworking people and I can't wait to represent you in uh, the Tennessee General Assembly. You can find me at Mariah4TN.com. You can give me a call at 615-987-7620. You can email me, um, you know, all the socials you can find me. Um, I really think it's important that you know who you're voting for. And uh, if I am on your ballot, I hope you vote for me. Thank, thank you so you much. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mariah. Mariah. Thank you again for doing this. Appreciate it. This lady and her husband are the real deal, folks. Give her a try. Uh, you won't regret it. If you do, come and see me. Evan Lee Raymer, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, Dalton. Bill, have a good week. Thank you, Mr. Murfreesboro. And we'll talk to you. Stick around for our 9 o'clock hour. David Settles and Joe uh, Joe Gates is with us from last week. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us. them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hi, I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. 
I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.